Sad eyes. Turn the other way. I don't want to see you cry, but you knew there would be a day when we would have to say goodbye. And unfortunately, that is where we're at right now. We have to say goodbye. This is the last time for this season, this year, that we will be talking about the league that is unlike any other. Ryan, alongside Wyatt, one more time. Wyatt, how are you feeling? Was that an actual song? Like, did you just take yeah. some lyrics? Like, what song is that? Yeah, Have I heard that, that song smart. before? Have I heard? So I've, I've brought it up before. It's, uh, I believe, by... Oh, what's his name? I'm gonna look it up here while I'm talking, but it's it's called Sad Eyes, and they to, play it when an- seasons are over. <laughs> to answer your question, I'm doing all right, like you said. No, no, no but how are you feeling with this last episode? Are, are you emotional? I don't really get emotional. <laughs> I mean, you know, except that's, for well, so no, no, there's no, there's not really <laughs> exception. So it's like my fiance is wondering if I'm gonna cry at her wedding, and I said there's like yeah, a ninety five percent chance I'm not crying. Like okay, so there's a chance. Okay, well of course I'm never gonna say anything's a hundred percent. It's kind of like how I don't give out tens when you ask me to rate something one to ten. There's always a chance, you know, for for something to happen or go haywire. But there's a very good possibility that uh, that doesn't happen. But anyways. So, no, I'm not emotional. I guess it was another good year. It was a disappointing end for the UMAC as far as tournament success goes. But, I mean, sometimes that happens. It's just It's baseball. You just don't know what to expect. It is what it is, which we'll get into. All things to say, I feel pretty good. A lot going on in my life right now, as you know. And I'm just excited to hop on and kind of just wrap things up for another successful, unlike any other, the UMAC podcast. And what a year it's been. Yeah, I agree. We are uh, definitely going to do some reflection and looking back a little bit later on. But uh, before we do that, we got to talk about what happened this past weekend, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, Robert John is who's seen Sad Eyes. So we'll get that out of the way. Shout Robert out to you for, John. For, for uh, helping me to uh, start this thing off. I've heard that song countless, countless times. Anyway. Guy's got two first names. Yeah. Hey, I mean, don't hate on it. Someone very close to me has that uh, well, first and middle name, so well, I'm not hating on it. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm just saying. So, you know what? I would really, really like to come on here and say, it's just what I was saying last week. It's been a really, really nice ride for Bethany. But this is the WIAC champion. Mm. You're going to lacrosse in that Northwoods League ballpark. You're not in the friendly confines. Even if you find a way to get to a later on matchup where it's not lacrosse, you got the Mayak champion, Bethel, waiting in the wings. You got the Beavers, who are disrespected in Maina Vista. Can't overlook them. They're a top 25 team in the country as well. There's so much good competition. Even if they lose two games where they're not even close, it's still been a great season, okay? So we can't have these expectations to say that they're going to compete and be right there. I wish I, I wish I could say that, Wyatt. Yeah. I know I just said it all, but I, I can't say that because yeah. <laughs> that is that is not what I said. So uh yeah, that was that was tough, especially for me. I, I know you weren't believing as much in Bethany. I know we're we're both pulling for Bethany, we're pulling for the UMAC, don't get me wrong. But that that was hard, Wyatt. That was that was difficult to uh watch in a way and hand up, I gotta be honest, only watched a little bit. In large part due to, I'm sorry, I'm going to call you out, lacrosse. Not acceptable. 
not acceptable at all for an NCAA regional for the product that they put forth online for the broadcast. Just, sorry, wasn't good. It, it basically honest, did me no good to, to watch that versus just follow along with the stats. I feel like a lot of the regionals we've seen don't do a very good job, though. Like, just it's, in general. It's sad. It's, it it's is. Sad. Like, you would expect it to be a little bit higher quality, and, I mean, this is a big deal, but for some reason just seems like it's an issue everywhere it doesn't really matter who it is that's that's hosting there's only a few that have done a good job and uh, unfortunately yeah they they don't fall into that category so I, i'm sorry that that ruined your experience ryan <laughs> did you even was it one of the deals what was it i'm trying to think it was one of our umac teams Maybe it was North Central. I'm not trying to call North Central out, but it was their it was but. their basketball semifinals, I think, and it was literally like cutting in and out, and then it was not there. It wasn't that bad, was it? Like, I mean, the, was the camera on at all times yeah. at least? Yeah, it was on. It's a great looking ballpark at the Northwoods League site, but there was no announcer, Wyatt, and, That's and the brutal. camera is from like you know, there's a good amount of seating. It looks like behind the backstop, the netting, whatever you want to call it, but it's at like the very top of that. And so it's zoomed out enough where you can see most of the field, but there's no commentary. So yeah, you, you can pick up the sound like from the field, but otherwise all the little details, it is so far away. Like you would have to have that on half your screen and then the live stats on the other half of the screen and then try to piece things together here and there and whatnot. I mean, Bethel had an exceptional moment where I don't know if you saw um, I did. some stuff the, that was uh, being posted on the socials. Yeah, yeah yep. that pinch hit, yep. home run, mm-hmm. whatever happened. But like, you know, the highlight clip of that, Wyatt, First thing I think of, I feel bad for that kid. Yeah. His parents, his siblings, his aunt and uncle, his neighbors, his friends. Oh, oh. You, you don't get to hear his name when he comes comes up and hits that home run. It's just a bunch of random noise. Well, and people I, are cheering, and it's great. And you can add this caption or whatever. But we, we need an answer. If anyone is stumbling <laughs> upon this who's affiliated with UW Lacrosse, where's your person? You got to have some type of an announcer for your athletic department. For your athletic department, and if you don't, why they're at the Northwoods League ballpark, whatever team it is. I'm not even going to try to think of what the name was that we said last week, but whatever Northwoods League team that is, call up that guy. You know, you know they have an announcer, Wyatt. Like they do during the summer season. Get get someone in there. I don't care if it's the the JV. You know football coach or whoever you'd get someone up there to just paint us a little picture wouldn't you want that for your own school i don't i mean yeah i feel bad for his family that's fine but let's be honest i mean why is his family any different than the rest of us i feel bad for the average viewer too i mean (laughs) come on why why can we not yeah we need a call on that it just doesn't make sense to me they don't we we got people up north We got people up north in Crookston, Minnesota, calling softball games that are over before they even start, but they're doing it with some energy, some enthusiasm, some exuberance, even when things aren't going well. I appreciate that. Yet we can't find someone. People that are on the grind, that are just looking for chances and opportunities, and here we sit, and you're telling me there's not anybody in the area. I mean, for kind of would have known, if we would have known, they should have called you. Put an ad out and just yeah. see if people will respond to it. For crying out loud, take somebody from the stands for all I yeah. care. We got to know what's going on. If you don't have a camera that's capturing everything, and, and to be honest, yeah. even if that is the case, you should still have somebody broadcast. I mean, there's there's no but especially at this level. Yep. But especially, like you said, if you're not going to be able to have a good view of the field at all times. So it's just, it's it's tough. It's a tough scene. 
Tough scene, Ryan. I don't know what to say. Wait, what's the tougher scene, that or Bethany's performance? Because I, I think well, you so here's could the make deal. A I mean, it, here's here's the problem. When the first guy gets on, and then the two hitter hits a home run, and it's two to zero. Nobody, you're not coming back from that. Like, I'm sorry, but that just ruined <laughs> the entire game at that point. It's like, okay, yeah. in, in these deals where you see a Cinderella team come out and upset them, you never see them get just absolutely crushed right away, and that's exactly what happened here. So. As soon as that happens, you know, it was kind of like, well, uh, that's not good. Uh, you know, how, how do we come back from that? And then, you know, they extended it in the second. They extended in the third. I'll give Bethany credit. They were able to keep it a four-run game all the way into the seventh. And what was it that you had mentioned? You said if it's a three-run game after six or something mm-hmm. like that, would you Al- take almost that? Almost was. And yeah. it almost was. And clearly, they shouldn't have wanted to take that. They couldn't <laughs> score. I mean, they, yeah. they made these guys look like Division One pitchers with 12 strikeouts, and then the dude comes in for two innings and throws four strikeouts. So maybe they are legit, but yeah, just not not Bethany's day. Sometimes that happens. It's too bad. But uh, they, they never really had a chance from the get-go. I mean, again, like I said, you give up the two-run home run literally uh, to the first two hitters that you face. It's just it's really tough to mentally come back from that when you're uh, playing a team that, that is the WIAC champion. So I, I got to give lacrosse credit, though, because I didn't think they were that good, and maybe they're still not. Uh, I mean, out of all the draws Bethany could have had, I still think it was a favorable draw. I just I think lacrosse was maybe a little bit better, though, than we had maybe given them credit for. Yeah, I don't apologize for that. I'm sorry. I, well, I I'm not any. saying you have to. <laughs> I don't have anyone close to me who's affiliated with the WIAC. And, uh, yeah, you know what? They they made us look somewhat bad, and uh, I doubt they heard any of our conversation and made this bulletin board material. Maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, they, well, they here, I don't know who they're playing in the Super Regionals. I don't anticipate they're going to the World Series, I guess, is the way I How about this, Wyatt? How about this, Wyatt? It's WIAC versus WIAC for a trip to Cedar Rapids. It is lacrosse versus Stevens Point. Do you like the pointer? or the Eagles to advance past this weekend. Is that what, what they a are? Matchup. They're, they're the Eagles. I keep forgetting that. That just doesn't yeah. seem right for them. But probably the pointers just uh, based off of oh, history. Okay. I know lacrosse won the thing in the regular season. Stevens Point has some success, though, in the NCAA tournament and a decent track record. And like I said, I just don't see lacrosse. Uh, here's the deal. I don't know anything about Stevens Point. Lacrosse, again, just looking at the resume and looking at the team, they just don't feel like one of the eight best teams in, in college baseball in D3 this year. I'm sorry. They just don't. I'm not. You know what? No, I'm not even sorry. I'm not apologizing <laughs> for that. They're not a top eight team in Division Three baseball. Say it how it is. And I, as, kinda, as long as we're talking about birds, Wyatt, there's another bird that you think is being represented well, who is going to go all the way. I they mean, do you want to take I, your shot right now? Yeah, Johns Hopkins is winning this whole thing. Wow. I uh, feel very confident in that. Coach Babb, what a guy. He's still remember there. Coach Babb. I, think I do remember Coach there. Babb. He's, he's like 38 years into this, I mean, which is incredible when you think about it. I got to go to the D3 website. I think they're the number one ranked team in the nation, but... I'm, gonna go to I'm D3 looking up to make, to make sure that Coach Babb is still there. But, hey, look, I, I just I look at Johns Hopkins. They've only lost, like, four games all year. They have an unbelievable hit. Okay, so they played, like, that Penn State team that scores, like, 30 runs every other game or whatever. Yeah. And sure enough, it was, like, a 22. I don't know. It was a ridiculous score. Like, I, I just – do they not recruit pitching over there? Like, that just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. But – yeah, Johns Hopkins is number one, and it's almost a unanimous number one. And then Salisbury's number two. I'm assuming Salisbury won their best two out of or, or three out of five because I think they were one of the teams in that stupid, you know, two-team <laughs> regional or whatever. Johns Hopkins or Salisbury will win the whole thing. 
Yeah, when you got a guy like Coach K leading the way, Coach Babs in his 44th season. I mean, forget Coach K. This guy's got a winning percentage way above him. Coach K wishes he had the resume yeah. that Coach Babs does. I don't. Why did I even bring up Coach K? I don't That's know. That's ridiculous. And he, that was. he truly doesn't love the game of college athletics. Do you know what he's wow. doing now? Did you see the job he accepted? Are we talking about Coach K? Yeah. Not Coach Babs. I don't know. He's did still, they take, he's still did, they take, did they take the puppy away from him, though, that they gave him? Because, I mean, I know that was a big concern when he got his puppy and uh, Big Cat wanted it, can't make it to up. be away. And, and so, yeah, that poor dog. But anyways. No, no he, I don't know. What accepted, is he doing? He accepted a special advisor position from Adam Silver, where he's now working at the top of the National Basketball Association. What what a traitor, Wyatt. Yeah. What a, leaves, what a sellout. He talks about all this and, and the brotherhood and this and that, and he barely shows up for, what, one or two games, says he doesn't want to be a distraction. No, no, no. Okay, this is where you should show up. When you talk about all this brotherhood garbage for years and years and years, and then you're gone and you act like you shouldn't even be around anymore to even support your guy, John Shire, and what he's doing and actually making the team a little more likable for the first time in three decades, as soon as he gets a call that he can't refuse, he decides to work for a robot that is Adam Silver? I, only only difference, Only difference between Coach K and a guy like Will Wade is that Coach K never got caught. And, the American gangster and, will and win. Therefore, <laughs> and therefore was able to sustain success for a long period of time because he never got caught. Hot takes. It's not exactly that far <laughs> off the radar. I mean, everybody yeah. does it. I mean, I miss the days where college athletes were getting paid under the table and we didn't have NIL yeah. where they just sell out to a school. And you, At least when they were going, we thought it was legit when they were getting paid under the table. And, and now everybody knows they're just all selling out because it's a money thing. So... Hey, oh, well. but your guy Drew Timmy would have never stayed as long as he did without NIL. You got to remember the guys who stayed around longer. He should be coming back again. I don't know where he's it, going. It's he's not like for sure the, yet, is it? It he could. He said still. he. Well, he could. He said so he's he not. An Asian? But well, I don't know. He's the seventy fifth <laughs> ranked prospect apparently, though. There's only sixty draft picks, Ryan. A rumor is he wants to play with Sam Decker out in London. Who wants okay? to go? I mean... <laughs> who wants to go overseas when you're like absolutely beloved in in Spokane and could Eventually, make like seven? You gotta figures. leave the Pacific Northwest. I as hear cool you. Of a spot it is. I mean, but if it's a money thing, he can make like seven figures, right. and he's loved there. And I, Dollar I mean, Shave Club gives him near a million dollars. I by themselves, I've I've heard so, and yeah. and with the guys that they brought in in the transfer portal, they're he comes back. They're absolutely a national title contender. I just and this this all back. relates to Bethany Lutheran because we're gonna we're gonna jump this off into a side tangent about Bethany basketball and how much Coach Garvin has really benefited from the transfer portal in the day and age well, of NIL, even impacting Division three basketball. He's even got reinforcements coming in wide. Everyone's coming back almost. It seems like from last year's big guns, and then you got a couple more pieces. I mean, Bethany baseball, yeah, it's frustrating. Basketball, little frustrating too didn't have a big performance in the ncaa's but things are on the up and up and it starts with basketball coming up next for bethany there see we, we weaved it all together there you go that's going to be a question we got to ask coaches more often is do you have any players that are making money through nil <laughs> do you try and set that up with and them? will you do tell you... us an honest answer <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i don't know why they wouldn't i mean you know we're all about transparency i would hope they are too see, getting this is one of the episodes for Unlike any other after dark. We, we've talked about this, Wyatt. 
this is I, what we could you do. You know, why, why do you like say that? Like, hey, we've talked about this. Like, I'm the one that's holding us back here, Ryan. I mean, we we, we got to talk about this in the off season. This is an off season. Our off season starts like as soon as this recording is it's is fair. wrapped up. So we'll have a conversation. Getting back to actual Bethany baseball, though. So that was a tough one. And then Buena Vista. I mean, not that Bethel isn't a good team because they're very good, and they ended up going, you know, to a regional championship here. But Buena Vista, to have to face them in the second round, too. Tough matchup. You, you start Curtis. It was Curtis. a tie game on it. It was a tie game after two. That's <laughs> cool. I, I mean, it's a nine-inning Von, Von game. Von Ponce I mean, gave them a jolt, Wyatt. Lawn ball. I, they were right there after two innings. I don't know yeah. what to tell you after that. but uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, Buena Vista was just better is what it looks like. And uh, unfortunately, here's the deal. I, I mean, they, they did what they should, though, is once they went away from Curtis they went to Martin which you know would be expected you know you got yep. to bring a starter in and relief but relief pitching was just a major problem for Bethany in general pitching obviously you you realize how good you have to be to be yep. successful against these kind of teams at that level so yeah uh, a disappointing end to what was a great season for Bethany you can't take away that UMAC title from them I, I know it wasn't a great showing but uh hopefully uh, they come back next year ready to get to work, and everybody in the UMAC does. So whoever represents the UMAC can get there next year and be ready for it and hopefully give a good showing. You know, it's it's just one of those deals. It was kind of a tough couple of games, and you just look back on it, and I, I guess I don't even really know what, what to say. It was never like they had a chance. It felt like in either one. That's just kind of the, yeah. the reality, unfortunately. Truth hurts, Wyatt. I've said it before. I'll say it yeah. again. The truth sometimes hurts is that they were uh, never really right there. And it, again, proves to show how tough it is to win when you get past the UMAC and you represent and you want to do something in the NCAA. is like you got to be really special to do that. And obviously yeah. you were a part of a team that won three games and came all so close to getting to Cedar Rapids. So, again, I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm, you know, talking with you on this pod. But, you know, people can look back at the UMAC history as well. I mean, what you guys did was obviously historic for Northwestern, something that's never been done. But then just for the conference as a whole to say, like, it can happen. And that's kind of the belief that we were trying to instill into Bethany, at least I was, last week, and saying, like, hey, don't tell yourselves this can't happen. But a lot of things got to go the right way, and you got to have really good top-of-the-line pitching. And, uh yeah, the first game, I don't blame them as much like we talked about because the pitching kept them in the game, and they just couldn't find any way to score any runs, and then lacrosse eventually ended it in the final third of the ball game. But it'll be interesting looking ahead, Wyatt, and we don't have to do a full deep dive into this, but I think Merton's done. I think I heard that from Coach Craig a few weekends ago. He's listed as a senior. But other guys in this day and age of college athletics, I mean, you know, we could go down the line with a guy like Curtis or Hopper or Pouncey. I'm trying to remember other seniors on the team. I don't know if Santiago was a senior or not. They they have a lot of talented underclassmen as well. I mean, I think of Peterson, a junior. Bickman is a sophomore. Russell was a sophomore. Pierce was another senior I forgot about. I don't know who's all going to be back. It's basically what I'm saying. they got a lot of really talented underclassmen who we know will be back, headlined by Gavin Jacobson, their number one of the rotation, and then other guys they have in the lineup as well. And then as far as the seniors go, I don't know. Because, you know, technically you could come back next year and play for Northwestern wide. So well, in this day and age of college <laughs> athletics, I, I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Technicality, I mean, I'm sure there's probably guys from that Bethany team a while ago that could come back and play too. I mean, there's there's no way to know for sure looking back on it. But, but at the same time, it's like, okay, realistically, who's coming back or who can we count on 
coming back and, and the guys that should be, I guess, is the way to look at it. And they'll have guys back, like you said. So I, I think there's stuff to be encouraged about moving forward. Uh, it's it's just a tough way to end what was a great season. And unfortunately, that's what they're going to remember here for the next week or two is is their performance there in the NCAA tournament. But once that kind of you know settles down a little bit, they'll look back on the UMAC title and, and everything they were able to do, and it'll be more good than bad. So... Yeah, I, I I really don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot else to add. I mean, there's just not a lot to break down. They just they were a little outmatched in both these games. The pitching just didn't keep them in it and keep up to, you know, the task that uh, was at hand. And it, it, it kind of went south on them very quickly. So, and, and like you said, it just shows how good you need to be and, and what you need to do and how tough it is to get to that spot and truly have success at an NCAA tournament. So, it's uh it's not something that's meant to be easy by any means and that's why i have a lot of respect for these teams that do it on a year in year out basis yeah couldn't agree more any final thoughts on umac baseball specifically for this season wide whether it be looking ahead something you're excited about for the future a storyline that you're keeping an eye on or something that stuck out from this season this is final opportunity right here to say something about the 2023 umac baseball campaign not really sorry i'll I mean, just say it's a big, it's it's a big build like up but I, it, I won't forget it well and i mean <laughs> it is every year it really is but yeah i it was it was unexpected in a lot of ways i i think we had a lot of questions entering this baseball season it was kind of a new era and bethany kind of took that first step to getting a grip on this conference now like we said we got a lot of changes going into next year with coaching changes you know more guys that have been around for a long time leaving the programs so I don't know this was the start of that transition and right now Bethany has positioned themselves to kind of be the top dog in this conference how do some of the other teams that are close such as Crown Northwestern Superior how do they respond to that even Morris how do they build off the success they had so I think there's a lot of intriguing storylines heading into the offseason and it's going to be really interesting coming back next year with the new pieces that'll be in place for some of these programs and just what it's going to look like so hats off to another great year it's been a lot of fun doing this podcast not only baseball but basketball i think it'd be successful once again and i hope people enjoyed it i mean we enjoyed doing it obviously and kind of a weird way to end it because you know there's only so much to talk about as far as the baseball goes but I, I don't really know what else to say about it. I just, uh, there's really only so much that can be said. Yeah, I mean, congrats to Bethany one more time on, on a really good season. And, you know, overall for the athletic program, how good of a year it was. Baseball, they were picked to win it, and uh, they were able to capitalize on that. I think they'll be the favorites when we look ahead to basketball this coming year. Not that we're talking about that a lot right now, but no, a year they won't uh, soon forget down in Mankato. Is there a favorite moment that you have, Wyatt, from basketball season baseball season a discussion with a coach a player an administrator that we've had on i know i'm putting you on the spot here so i'll keep rambling as you think about this is there something that sticks out when you look back from this season for yourself who is stepping into a big coaching role here coming up soon did you learn any pearls of wisdom from a coach in the umac that you are going to use in the dugout on the diamond coming up in a matter of the next multiple weeks that you will be in that tough spot i mean have you learned anything from umac coaches 
I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I Here's the deal. I like to shape my philosophy around several coaches. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if you're going to be a good coach, my opinion is you got to be able to take little bits and pieces from sure. a bunch of coaches. You know, you don't want to copy one coach specifically. You got to be your own coach, and you do that by forming – you know your your opinions and the way you do things through several coaches so absolutely i have as far as a uh, experience or like a moment or something that i really enjoyed as far as interviews go unfortunately we weren't able to talk to anybody baseball season with the schedule and the way it lined up this year and that was you know that is what it is but i've enjoyed talking with basketball coaches year in year out uh, i mean coach garvin is one that comes to mind i've always really enjoyed our conversations with him uh, coach grove of course over at you know morris has been always fun to talk to uh, i mean everybody we've talked to has been great on the baseball side of things uh, i enjoyed our conversation with coach oaks last year I, I thought that was really good just to see what his vision was for that program and where they're heading and again I think he built off of that progress again this year. And so I think he's the real deal, and I'm excited to see where Superior goes. So I've really enjoyed chatting with the coaches. To me, the coaches and the players, that's the best part of this is when we get to talk to them, get an insight into what they're doing. So that's my favorite part of the whole thing. As far as moments go from the seasons itself, I mean, baseball, I guess, probably Bethany just and how convincing they were able to win the conference tournament is what I'll remember the most as far as the season itself. It's not like one or two specific games necessarily stand out. I guess Morris and how many comeback victories they had is probably probably another thing that will be a takeaway from this year and just how many times they were able to do it. On the basketball side of things, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, seems like a long time ago now (laughs) as we're in 80-degree weather now and it's nice and sunny, but... I, I can guess. help you if you're not remembering. I, I can tell you who was in the tournament, and well, it's I kind of so remember that. Mind. But I just, okay. I, I'm just trying to think. Was there anything that happened? I mean, the the game, I guess, in, in the women's semifinals between North Central and Superior was one because I mean, Madness. you you had the task of covering the Northwestern game, so I had the task of covering that game. So I watched like that entire game, and that was just a crazy game. So that game was a ton of fun. Um, the stream was a roller coaster. The stream, I mean, like all, I said, was like... not good. I, I, I'm sorry, it just wasn't. And if you're upset, then be better. I, I guess is what I'll say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what sticks out to you? I guess. Uh, what, do you have favorite moments from this past year? Yeah, I mean, you know me. I, I've been pretty clear about this, and uh, I'm looking forward to basketball. I, I, I enjoyed the baseball season for what it was. I will never forget the weekend that was in Mankato, and uh, very, very appreciative of those in the UMAC and uh, other coaches and whatnot who made that possible for uh, me to be there. And I really enjoyed that experience, but at the same time, it was bizarre in the fact that there was so much, you know, hurry up and wait moments throughout the weekend. But it finally got in, and it was a really, really good Sunday, and that's what I'll remember most about that weekend. And looking forward to next spring but the next thing up is basketball so i'm really looking forward to that and uh, a new a new era in a lot of ways i think on the men's side i think uh, a lot of people are going to be pointing to one team and uh i don't think there's really any great argument that can be made other than you know the targets on bethany's backs and coach garvin's club has got a really really good group coming back and then on the women's side of things i mean you could say Northwestern's the favorite. I, I don't want to do a full basketball preview here, Wyatt. That's not what I'm trying to do. Best you've moments. been you've, best you've, moments. You're <laughs> you you've you've made it very clear this is a basketball podcast and baseball is just kind of on the side at this point. I mean, we're not even trying hey, to hide hey, get, it at this get, point. Give me some. You've, give a 
give us some credit, Wyatt. We you we were doing podcasts from hundreds of miles apart in our own hotels while calling you. conference baseball tournaments. Don't I don't act you. like we weren't dedicated. No, we Come are on. absolutely dedicated. I'm just saying it's pretty obvious. I mean, basketball is a little bit, you know, more of our thing. Yeah, it just it, is. You're you're even embodying that as your good. We're we're saying that as a collective. It's not just me. And and here's why. <laughs> and, and 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 just to clear this up. I'd much rather watch a basketball game than I would a baseball Amen. game. Now, I'd much, much rather play in a baseball game than I would a basketball game. That's why I was a baseball player. I loved it. It's great. And if I'm going to watch a game in person, it'd be a baseball game. But mm. if I'm going to watch a game from home, I don't want to sit there and, and have this three-hour game or whatever it is where, you know, there's there's all sorts of time in between pitches. It's not very entertaining from that standpoint. It's just not. So... That's that's why I would say we're we're more basketball oriented than we are baseball. I guess I don't know. That seems fair, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, and if you want to go back on the history part of it, for how long you and I have been watching UMAC basketball, it's been longer than UMAC baseball for for really both of us. That's correct? also yeah. No, that is true. And more games and, going back. So and that's kind of how we started this is you know for basketball, and then we just kind of carried it over into baseball. So. We don't have to defend ourselves in any way yeah. here, Ryan. We're, yeah. you know, like you said, we were committed. We're in, I was at the Quality Inn and, you know, Bismarck, <laughs> which if you've ever stayed at a Quality Pretty Inn. Pretty solid. I, I will not be recommending that. If there's anybody out there that has, like, ownership of a Quality Inn or if you know somebody that owns it, I'm not trying to be offensive, but it was bad. It was not hey, good. Hey, so. at the very least, Wyatt, remove what was uh, happening in your own room, which obviously that's very important. But when you walked outside of that and then, you know, we're in the lobby area, did did they at least give you some wet eggs in the morning? Or I did not. Was that I not so, even a thing? No, they had a breakfast, but after you know I was in the room, I just skipped that the next morning. Like I didn't okay. want anything to do with the breakfast you at that, that point. Chance, you're yeah, saying. not a chance, not a chance. You know, there's there's uh, there's risks to be taken in life, Ryan. That was not one of those times. So we skipped that. Said we're good, and uh, basically just yeah. You know, that's that's all that needs to be said about that. But anyways, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I understand. We're, we're more basketball than anything, but I, I totally understand your point of view that we, we were very committed to baseball. and yeah, fun and, ride. And it was a fun ride, and, and looking forward to what next year brings as well. So, But basketball comes around first before we get back to baseball <laughs> so, is the key. So what and were I, the I'm moments, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to doing what we did earlier this year, White. Honestly, some of the moments that stick out to me, were the conversations we had with coaches before the year even started and just a little more laid back and like, all right, what do you do in the off season? And just, you know, not that it's a pressure cooker situation when we have coaches on and we're like, okay, it's the third week of January. You guys have lost three games in a row. Pressure's on. Two big games at home this weekend. How you feeling? Are you sleeping a lot? Coach Jones is telling us he's only getting about three and a half hours. I mean, who are we talking to here? What's happening? No, it's September. Yeah. I'm still golfing. I'm watching college football. I'm doing this with the fam. I'm thinking about basketball, but it's not everything about me. They're a little more relaxed. They're a little more forthcoming, Wyatt. When we talk to coaches in that space, they're a little more willing to open the vein. And so when we want to have those conversations going forward, like you were talking about not just the portal, but the next step, NIL. What, what do you think the future of NIL is for Division Three? Maybe we'll I, get some good stuff this coming. I don't know. Will we get some good stuff on that this fall? Maybe. Maybe. <sighs> 
I, I hope so. I mean, if, if they're doing it at the other levels, they might as well try and get rewarded here at D3. NIL is a whole nother can of worms as far as if it's good for the game, if it's not. You got to be really careful with that. I see both sides of it, and I know there's, you know, it, it depends on who you ask. I it's, think there's good and bad. It's happening at UMC up north where you're at, Wyatt. It, it's happening at Crookston. Come there's on, there's nothing like. there's nothing in Crookston <laughs> for, for them to NIL. Whoa, I don't, I don't whoa, really know. That's that's mean. That's, I know you're leaving the area soon. Wyatt, There's but like don't, don't leave them like that. A McDonald's and like <laughs> a couple of other restaurants. And I mean, hey, I like Crookston. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy Crookston. I'm a simple man. So like, I don't need a whole lot. The reality is there's not anything in Crookston. There's just not. I mean, I, I always find it amazing. Like if you can recruit kids to want to go to UMC, like that's hats off to the coaches that are able to and that's why their baseball team like I have a ton of respect for their head coach and their program and how good that they are considering you know he, he's getting kids to come up to Crooks in Minnesota to, to play baseball but 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 it's the campus wide it's it's, it's that not bubble. it's not it's, no it's the... no it's not trust me wow. I've, I've been on, okay. I've been on the campus those kids aren't coming there for the campus they're coming to play ball yeah, but that, As, uh, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of coaches. You get a chance, and you, you got to yeah. learn to be a good salesman. You know, that's that's a big part of coaching, as you yeah. know, and what the recruiting world is. As Cardell Jones once said, "We don't come to play school; <laughs> we come to play ball." And then it opened up that huge. That's thing what he about, said about Stetson. And then it Your opened up Stetson. that huge thing about how Stetson hasn't graduated in seven years, and everybody. What a slouch! How do you defend Stetson now? Well, what do you how mean? Do you defend how, do, your guy? how do I defend him? Who cares if he graduated or not? I don't. I don't understand why so many people took offense to that and like there's people that are upset like that's what it's come to people are so upset that georgia has had success the past two years and that stetson turned out to be a good football player that they have to say he didn't even graduate after six seven years like are we serious right now like this is an actual discussion who cares hey hey all i know all i know wyatt tanner morgan graduated may have even got him i think he got his master's Got married shortly after he was done playing. Wow. No, no, he got he got married shortly before last year, his final year. So that's and now, why he didn't now, play. Well. Now he's now he's a dad, or at least his wife is pregnant and she's close. But it, he's he's moving along everything, and now you got to take shots about why he's not playing well. That's just just sad. Here's well, what you were the Gallic Manus, eighth of Gallic Manus. We're we're looking forward to that uh, day and age of Gopher football. But no, all all things to you know, circle back here, wide. I, I am looking forward to having some of those discussions. Hopefully before the season starts. But before we get to that point, I mean. You're going to be a coach throughout this summer, and you got a couple other things going on as well. So it's amazing to think the next time that we hop on this pod, your life will have taken a maybe more than a 180. Your your life will have taken a 270. You're, you're going to take a, a, a total turnaround, and then you're going to turn halfway back the other way. Like It is going to look totally different. So, yeah, folks, the next time you hear from Mr. Morrell, he is, he is going to be a changed man. So that's that's something to look forward to. Lord willing. Lord willing, Wyatt, we don't know, whoa, but Lord willing, whoa, whoa. you and I are able to keep this thing going. We haven't talked about this officially, I guess. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we can't make any pro- – like I said, nothing's 100%, Ryan, in, in anything. So, I mean, that's, that yeah. is the reality of every situation. So, I mean, we'll talk as we get closer and see where we're both at and go from there. I mean, as of right now, obviously, I, I would say we plan on doing it, and, and we kind of wait and see what happens, but – yeah, you you know you're 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 right about that. Nothing is ever a hundred percent, and uh, 
well, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But hopefully everybody has a good summer. And if we have to come on and do an emergency pod, then so be it, I guess, depending on oh, your breaking the news. Open. But, hey, never say never. Nothing's 100%, Ryan. I'll keep saying the, it until I'm blue there in the will, face. There will be more breaking news, Wyatt. We can next to guarantee that. Now the question is, is the breaking news at a high enough headline level it has to, to be come pretty, on. It would have to be pretty I mean, crazy. Are we, are we talking like an AD has to resign and they hire a new one and then there's a new coaches? I because because things are happening. I mean, you and I know this. I, our, our guy Coach Sorensen out in Northland. I mean, he's got his plate full and then some. He's the acting athletic director right <laughs> Say, now. <laughs> did, did he finally follow uh, Tim Miles to Nebraska or where, where is he going or is he still at Northland? Remember, remember where Tim Miles is at now, Wyatt? San Jose, no longer right? Nebraska. It's, I think he's still at San Jose State. I can maybe yeah. look that up, even though no one cares what about a guy. that. But, what a guy. But I mean, you got a guy like him, Coach Garvin, right now. Actually, the assistant athletic director at Bethany as well. So here's the beauty of all these coaches we've talked to, Wyatt. They got more than one thing going on. Yeah. Like they're they're juggling all these different balls. You know one person who we're, who we're glad is back, and I, I hope it's the only thing that they're doing. You probably don't know who, who I'm alluding to. But but I don't know if we've talked about this officially on the pod, Wyatt, but thank goodness if we want to flip to the woman's side, Superior's women's program has finally figured it out. And after a so-called <laughs> national search, as we always well, joke about okay. off the mic and in quotations, like I get what they're doing. I get what they're doing. But they made the right decision, basically is what I'm saying, Wyatt. And for some people, that's that's mainly the only thing that they're doing. Now, every Division three coach, especially in the UMAC, is doing some other stuff here and there with other sports in the offseason. But it's interesting as we look ahead, and I'll just stop before I continue any longer and think about all the coaches and changes that we have going into next season for basketball. Yeah, here's the deal with the national search thing. You don't have to say it's a national search just so that it sounds good. Like, if... You want to promote from within or just give it to somebody that, you know, has the experience. Who's earned it. Yes, yeah. just say that for crying out loud. I mean, that's what Duke did for crying out loud when Coach <laughs> K left. They didn't say, after a national search, we are hiring John Shire to We have found to John Shire yeah. to be. <laughs> so, so after a national search, it just turns out the best candidate for the job was right in our backyard and was just right there. Yeah. Who would have thought? Like, just it's. I don't know why programs think they need to do that. That's just especially thing if the that players me. are saying that's who they want. Yes, you know, exactly. especially if people who are there, like, who's going to walk into that locker room? Oh, I don't about know. Somebody we already know. I don't know if people think it looks good when you say that, or if you're trying to impress people when you say you had a national search. Nobody cares. Just tell me who got the job, and oh, okay, yeah, that was probably the right fit for the job. There you go. You don't have to yeah. justify yourself to anybody. But yes, glad to see Coach Carpenter got that job well-deserved and excited to see what they do as well so yeah absolutely you know i i, I want to you know talk about all these other things but we we should just leave some left to the imagination wide as we like to say for what's going to come hopefully soon and we can't guarantee that but uh we hope it is going to come and i look forward to those laid-back conversations with people who enjoy talking about other things like coach herbert out at crown talking about soccer i know you like conversations about the premier league or with other coaches like Coach Garvin talking about golf and getting his takes on Michael Block and are we going too far and is this guy being celebrated too much or was there a beautiful moment they, out in New York this past weekend? I mean, I mean, man, what a what a sport! Loud, like, there's there's people saying, let's just leave the 15th hole the way it is with the little chip in the cup or whatever as like a honorary thing for Michael Block. That's like, ridiculous. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, the guy had a hole in one. Like, he's a. a who cares? Like, yeah, it was a great story, but come on. 
What's the difference Kay. between him and another guy that's grinding on the tour? Well, yeah, we, I won't get into that, but I will ask you one question, Wyatt. So there's okay. there's a lot of debate about this going on today. So CBS does this a lot where, you know, I'm not even going to get into their commercial load and how bad it is on the back end of majors so often. Wyatt, they went to commercial after the guys hit the tee shot on 18. When you're trying to build the moment, I mean, when we talk about building the drama, right, build the suspense, we talk about that all the time on this pod, you can't get into any rhythm when they're going to as many breaks as they are. And then to put the cherry on top of it, you get to 18. And you have the moment of the guy walking down the fairway, setting things up. I know he's not walking up to the green yet, but they go to commercial after they hit the drives on 18. At the final major championship event broadcast that CBS is going to have for this season. Are you kidding me? Like, what What are we doing here? Anyway, the question I have for uh, you. I was say, is there a question or are you just ranting about how bad? So I'm saying all this stuff. They came back from break yeah. and went right into this big moment on 15. And the first thing that Jim says when they come back to break, just mere seconds ago. And then he yells, what a fairy tale ending to this story as the ball's going into the cup. Now, you are an announcer at a high level, Wyatt, who does a lot of different games in a lot of different spots. <laughs> you and I in our past don't have the luxury uh, to say that we know the moment that's going to happen before the audience sees it. Yeah. But in that situation, in your opinion, does he even need to mention that it happened seconds ago? Because they do this all the time, and they're like, oh, we're being truthful, whatever. Everything's on delay in sports, essentially. What? Should no. Jim Nance start calling the Super Bowl and saying, moments ago, Joe Burrow, yeah, step well, back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. They they do do that quite a bit, actually, with golf. It was like a little bit ago or moments ago. I'm not no, sure if no they just are trying. No one would know. No well, one would know. And that's why I'm saying, do they just think they're being transparent and like they want us to know that they're being truthful about what they're showing? On, I don't know. Like, here's the deal. That's not even the worst part of that. So you're telling me he said he basically gave away that it was a hole-in-one, more or less, by saying it was a fairy tale or whatever so, as so the ball's in the air? He didn't drop fairy tale until the ball like went into the cup. But it was like okay. as soon as it entered the cup where you knew that he saw the shot and everything like 30 seconds later or whatever it is. And when you come back from break and they do this bit where they're like seconds ago, it's the same thing. You know, I know you've seen this before, Wyatt, where they jump ahead and the leaders are on 11. They're like, oh, let's yeah. go to 17 on the green. This was moments ago from Kurt Kitayama. You yeah. are not showing this putt. Unless he makes it. Well, no. So, like, they they can't hide this stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. It's tough tough with golf, though, because, you know, if it is a great putt or something, or if it's meaningful, you got to show it. So, I mean, yeah, I I hear you. I thought you were going to go the direction of he, like, blew a call or something and, you know, gave it away, kind of like Nick Faldo did with Rory, where he was like, oh, Oh, Jim, Jim, I just got goosebumps or whatever. That was terrible. Like, everybody knows he's going to hit the shot out of the bunker and it's going to go in. And it's just the worst. Like, hold your water, guys. Come on. What are we? Those people in the truck, whatever, behind the scenes, CBS should be chewing these guys out. And it's like, you know, I get, you know, being too pressed up in the moment and making some hyperbolic statements like Jim Nance saying, oh, it's one of the greatest up and downs we've seen in the history of the game or whatever. He said one of the greatest up and downs ever. Like, yeah. Yeah, a 46-year-old to make <laughs> yeah. par to get 15th. I yeah. Mean. yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit of a stretch. but It was a cool moment. Don't get me wrong. It was. We're, we're, blo- we're blockheads. Okay, you're a blockhead, Wyatt. I'm a blockhead. It, it was great. I, I liked it, but yeah. Ryan, we look at this differently than most people do as well, though, because this was what we went to school for. This is what we study. This is a passion that we have. So we're going to yeah. be a little bit more critical than the average Joe is on this. So people don't necessarily relate 
to this like me and you do when when looking at this. I mean, maybe people are upset with it and and they they think it needs to be there, better. There like are we some do, people but... upset. That's who I'm referencing is these people who've gotten into arguments well, today about it. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that we're not alone on that. But <laughs> what what do you think? We need to wrap this up or where, yeah, where are we all at this, at this is point? connecting I mean, this to is been... we hope we have moments like this in the UMAC next year where we whether it's you know you or I calling a UMAC game or somebody else where they are dumbfounded with what to say because of what they just saw with their own two eyes. Now that I got to is... circle back to the to the point you made earlier. You said you would rather be at a baseball game. Are you talking about as a fan? Because let's say why all things being equal, you are at a great. Let's just say it semifinal, in the UMAC baseball tournament, or you are in person on a Friday night for a semifinal winner-go-home basketball game in person, and you have the headset on, and you are calling the game. You're not watching the game as a fan. You are calling a game. What would you rather do? Probably call the basketball game. Okay, good. Okay. I just want to make sure what we're on the same What do you mean good? Page. I can have whatever opinion you, I want. You can you say can... baseball, and that's fine, and I get it. Personally, I think you're really good at basketball. So that's why I said good. Because you know how to raise the level for a big game. So I, never... I'm thinking in my head... What? What were you going to say? You never hear me call baseball, though, man. We got to get on the mic together for that more often. It's true. I hey, I'm I'm more than willing. Maybe, maybe somehow, some way, we're we're calling the UMAC tournament this coming year. R- rumor has it. I'm not going to drop where it is, but rumor <laughs> has it. There's a rumor out there about where the tournament's going to be held, and we'll talk about that off the mic. So, oh, well, there's a lot better chance that it happens this next year than it obviously was this year, just due to responsibilities and duties that I had this year. Now. Things change by the time that rolls around, but I mean, it's definitely not. You're out not of the going question. back to Timbuktu. I mean, you, you may no, go a little north, but not that far. I'm not even saying north. I mean, who knows what happened, Ryan? You just never know where you're gonna be. I That's never thought, true. never thought I'd be in Crookston to begin with, and here we it's are, true. two years later. So you just never know. It's true. Yeah, hope you have a, a great, great summer, Wyatt, and all the. Things that'll be changing in your life, exciting things and whatnot. Yeah, go win some hardware for uh, your hometown. I mean, putting on the ball cap, Skipper Wyatt. I mean, you're going to be called Skipper for the first time in your life, unless that's a nickname, I guess, that you've had at some point in life. I told the kids they can call me Coach. They can call me Coach Morell. They can call me Wyatt. I do not, not care. I do not care. They can call me Skip. I'll throw that okay. one out there as well. <laughs> what you call me doesn't show me that you have respect for me. Okay. All How right. you play the game, and if you're mm. trying to do what I'm telling you to do, shows me. Especially if you have the respect. fundamentals. Make the cutoff throw. Come well, on. Well, hey, I mean, if if to me, and that's you know, maybe coaches will agree, maybe they'll disagree. I know we have coaches that listen to this pod. I've never thought, you know, you have to call me a coach or you know to to, to show me respect. There was a big conversation about this. Uh, with Nick Saban and a reporter once in the common man actually talked about this on his radio program because he's like, well, the one guy called him uh, Nick instead of coach. And then a guy, you know, ripped on him and said, he deserves your respect to call him (laughs) coach. And common man basically put it this way. He's like, take me, you know, that's his profession. He's a coach. You don't have to call him coach Saban. That's just his profession. I mean, his name is Nick. You wouldn't call me radio host comment every time you refer to me like hey radio host uh dan or whatever you would just say dan or, or common yeah it makes you think i mean it, it all comes down to what they said though and you said it exactly right wyatt it's what the coach tells his players and you respect your coach for their wishes yes here's the question for you when he's in his fifth year and he knows the place just as well as kirby does 
and he's been around him more than his own parents at this yeah. point, is Stetson calling him, hey, coach, coach, how we doing? Because some guys would do that. Or is he just saying, hey, Kirby, 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 Kirby. What's he calling him? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, you hear stories about that guy, and he's a weird duck. I mean, let's just call Stetson it Stetson or Kirby or both of them? Stetson. I mean, let's, let's Kirby's just kind of uh, Kirby's kind of out there, too. You don't like Kirby? You, you no, don't I like didn't the say success? that. You don't I, like said the he's, success? I said he's unique. That's all I said. He's you know unique. what? He's a great recruiter. He poached Riola from Ohio State to Georgia. Once more, Georgia gets a win over the Buckeyes. It didn't even happen on the field. So he, he's doing his thing. I get it. Going back to your question, and then I'm wrapping this thing up. <laughs> okay. You talk about players and what they call coaches and what they do. Some people are just built differently. Everybody's different right from the mm. very get-go. I mean, you mm. read that article that Matt Norlander had on Drew Timmy. It was like a half-hour read back at the end of March or whatever, and it went through all the different like things. And the story about how like his freshman year, he just walked up to Coach Few and smacked him on the butt or whatever as he was going <laughs> into the game. Like, And everybody was just shocked. Like, nobody, like some guys are just different. And, and that's yeah. why, to me, I don't... I don't look at it as a respect thing if you're calling me coach or, you know, how you you do certain things. It all comes down to, like you had just said, if you're trying to respect your coach's wishes and play the game the way he wants you to have it played and you trust and respect what he has in store. That's what it comes down to. It doesn't come down to what you call him or if you're looking him and nodding your head or her her. for that matter. Absolutely. So it it just... it doesn't it's just there's different ways people look at respect and yeah i guess i don't really know what else to say on it i i think we just need to wrap this up at this point because we could talk we could talk about this for another hour there's other things we could talk about um bethany congrats on a great season yeah yeah circle back to that i guess they they yeah no no to put a bow on it it's a relationship that's what we're talking about and especially in the umac white it's about relationships there's the beauty of the d3 model that's the beauty of what we got going on in this league (laughs) that is unlike any other where it goes beyond the floor the field those are the only two i'm going to cover i was going to say the ice we don't cover hockey we don't cover all this other stuff the floor of the field it goes beyond that all right and it's about this relationship that extends years beyond your college experience and far beyond what happens on the playing surface so that's the beauty of this league that is unlike any other we hope you enjoyed the ride as much as we did we hope to be back in the fall getting you set for basketball season you know i cannot wait to get to that time it'll come here soon enough but uh, it is going to be a little bit of a hibernation a little bit of a hiatus but our eyes are always open to what's going on in this league. We're plugged in where we can be, so never say never where we could hop on if something groundbreaking happens. But otherwise, Lord willing, we will be back for you coming up in the fall. And hey, if you have any thoughts about this whole season or what we should do better in the fall, you got a rating for us, a letter grade. If you want to send in an email and say, you guys were at about a C- minus this year, but I think you were at about a D grade when I listened last year. So you're improving, but you're not there yet. Whatever you want to say, hey, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Inbox is open throughout the offseason, U-A-O, the UMAC at gmail.com. Or you can slide in. The DMs are always open on Twitter at UAO, the UMAC. Or you can just search us unlike any other, the UMAC. Any final words, Wyatt? I want to give you one final chance to, to say something if you want to say something. Otherwise, I will officially put a bow on this. No, I'm good. Thanks for all the support, everybody, throughout what has been another great year. And uh, looking forward to, uh, as Ryan always says, God willing, talk to you here 
come next year. Yes, it is sad eyes this evening, but brighter days are ahead, and we hope to be back talking next with you about what's going on on the hardwood basketball season right around the corner in a league that truly is unlike any other.